Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Alright, welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. As you know, I'm recording from a new location, but I'm going to make up for it with some very special guests. I'm talking about Nicole Zembrot and the beloved Bengals team reporter, Marissa Cantepelli. Thank you so much for joining us for this mid-season report. Thanks for having us. Yes, of course. Always, always love to join you guys. Yeah, it's so it's so lovely to have you. You know, Marissa and Nicole, did you know that the holiday season is upon us and shoppers are buying everything online these days and they're getting gifts for family and friends and it's getting harder than ever because they're just running out of gifts. Like, you know, I used to buy the stale chocolates from Ross or Marshalls or TJ Maxx and those are all, they're all sold out. You know, they're, they're like the kettle corn, from like six months ago, all that kind of stuff. But no need to worry because our friends at Seattle Shoot Company have got us covered. Jay and the team have an unbelievable selection of NFL and NBA jerseys for everyone on your list. These jerseys are 100% authentic and they are from current superstars. That, uh, that doesn't mean they, they superstars do not make them or deliver them to you, but they have their numbers and teams on them, like LeBron James or Jim Brown, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Walter Payton, all these guys. And right now, for our listeners, we have a special one-time-only pre-Black Friday Cyber Monday deal. Everything you buy at SeattleShirt.com is 30% off. So head to SeattleShirt.com, enter the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for 30% off your entire order. And shipping is always free. We are going to help you get ready for the holidays a little bit early. Okay, let's get to the show. So, uh, Marissa, my first question for you is, we saw the offensive line give up zero sacks, even though they were all backups. And we saw uh, Quinton Spain had, had a nice game, right? And we saw the whole line uh, overall rushing, rush blocking was excellent as well. So, so what is the line going to look like after the bye week? I mean, I know we have some injuries, but, but are we going to see guys like maybe Adenergy or Spain? Are they going to be in the mix? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I was so impressed with the way the offensive line played against Tennessee. The fact that they didn't find out until the morning of that Michael Jordan um, had an illness and wasn't going to be playing and they were scrambling to figure out what they were going to do. I mean, I, I've said it before, but hats off to Jim Turner and, and Ben Martin and Zach Taylor for, for getting those guys ready and good to go the morning of. But no, that's a great question. Uh, Zach Taylor's told us that they really liked um, the line that they had in place before the Tennessee game and they thought they were making some pretty good strides over the last couple of weeks. So I wouldn't expect to see those same five guys that we saw against Tennessee play against Pittsburgh. Could we see a combination? Absolutely. It's just I know that they're going to be taking this bye week to heavily evaluate film, especially with Hakeem Adeniji and Quentin Spain, because it was really that was the first time we had seen each of those guys in there. And so it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think I thought Billy Price played a fantastic game, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see Trey Hopkins back in there once he is healthy. Same with Bobby Hart um, back at the right tackle because I know that the uh, team had been um, liking his performance so far this season. So I don't think anyone has the answer to that quite yet, but um, it'll sure be interesting to see uh, once practice starts back up next week, once we get back from the bye, kind of who that first team is out there. Yeah. And Nicole, uh, you covered the Bengals for all Bengals, of course, for Sports Illustrated. And in your coverage, what, what have you seen progression-wise from week to week? in terms of the offensive line, in terms of the rushing game, in terms of protection, in terms of, let's be honest, in terms of Joe Burrow's ability to work with that line. 
and and work around the def deficiencies. I think just a lot of the guys are starting to sink. They we have to remember that none no one across the NFL had a regular offseason. They everything was virtual. A lot of the time, the first time that the guys saw each other was training camp. So you have to turn that into a factor. They didn't have preseason. So we're finally starting to see these guys sink together. And we saw that on Sunday. The offensive line really got a push and they set the tone for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is, that is true. And uh, so we have the offensive line and now we have the defense that uh, really the safeties had a breakout game against yeah. the Titans, right? And and I know, uh, you know, Lou Anorumo early in the season, we were praising him, and then we had some defensive breakdowns, giving up some huge leads. That didn't happen against the Titans, who, by the way, are a very good team with a very good rushing attack. So it's just done because, look, we had we had traded Don Lapp away. We love Don Lapp, Carlos Don Lapp, great guy. Gino Atkins is still getting, you know, used. He's getting up. He's, he's kind of figuring out his role. He's coming along. So we're not really relying on the veterans that we used to. But but we have these safety stepping up. We have Jesse Bates, maybe the best defender on the team. William Jackson has a great year. Year. So, so what both I'm gonna ask both of you, what is the defensive identity and what is the chemistry? What is the uh, how much does Lou and Rumo have the, the ears of his players? How much is, are they listening to him and, and eager to uh, install his game plan? Well, yeah, I, just, yeah. I just want to say, first off, poor Von Bell, he should have had back to back interceptions <laughs> in that game, too. And of course, they ended up not holding, but I mean, I think it kind of starts right there with Von Bell bringing that that leadership and the his veteran experience from playoff teams um, and the fact that he's been around in the league, you know, a little bit longer, um, even though Jesse Bates, oh my gosh, he's having a phenomenal year. I think we all kind of expected Bates to kind of take that next step in his third season, but I don't know if any of us quite expected to see him put out the numbers and um, to perform the way that he has. And so, I mean, I think this defense has really come a long way from the first couple games this season. And and Lou Anarimo is doing a good job of, of trying to figure out, especially that back end, because I mean, you kind of mentioned it, William Jackson was back. You know, they've, they've had some injuries there in the secondary that they've kind of been working with, finally getting Mackenzie Alexander back as well. And so, I mean, I, I personally think that, that, you know, the defensive identity is still kind of a work in progress because, to, to, I mean, there are a lot of younger guys too when you look at that linebacker's room as well. And so, I mean, I definitely think there's a lot to be encouraged by the strides that they have taken, you know, throughout Part, different parts and different games uh, throughout the season so far. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, so let me ask you something. I don't know if you can answer this, but uh, we know that Dunlap didn't quite understand his role with the team. He didn't get, he thought he was an outside linebacker. He didn't, he didn't know what they wanted from him. With him off the team, I mean, we saw, you know, we built a big lead against the team, like I said, with a great rushing attack and they couldn't do anything. You know, it was kind of like, it's part of, yes, the talent, like you said, Vaughn Bell, Jesse Bates, those guys, Sean Williams had a great game, by the way. We had the safeties have a great game. But at the same time, it seemed like we were mentally more, you know, cohesive as a unit. And do you think perhaps, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it's the people in the locker room. Do you think there's been some change recently? Um, I think it's just called, like, Zach brought in a new culture and the guys are buying into it. And yeah. um, it's that game plan. And you see a lot of the guys in the locker room are standing by each other. So that's my opinion on it. Um, and it's showing on the field and it showed Sunday. Yeah, and I'll just add to that. Um, I know... Zach and the players, like they, they like to keep a lot of those conversations in-house um, as they should. I don't think everything needs to get out in, into the media world as much as all of us on social media would love to see it. But I mean, you hear it from from leaders on this team, from some of the younger guys like Joe Burrow, um, 
they believe in in Zach Taylor and and what he is doing here in Cincinnati. And so the the locker room, um, you know, is bought in, into Zach. And and I mean, how can you not like the culture that he is establishing here, bringing in bringing in those leadership type guys and, and the guys that are here for the right reasons. So um, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I guess I guess my question maybe was a little. What I meant was basically maybe maybe kind of you know Dunlap didn't see a role for himself, and now that he's moved on, the rest of the team can kind of relax and, and kind of. Can just function as as you know as designed maybe because I mean he was such a big name such a great player last year he's maybe one of the best defenders on the team but we'll move on because I know this is maybe an awkward question so I want to talk about the receivers Marissa because you know we all knew Tyler Boyd is come on he's a superstar I mean the guy's great the guy's amazing I mean did you see that huge third down conversion in the fourth quarter where he was like I I, I think he was like facing one direction and he turned like 180 degrees as he caught the ball or something right. I think third down is actually his middle name. I think it's Tyler Third Down Boyd. Is what's amazing. Happening. Yes, absolutely. He's a baller. I mean, he is. Yeah. They call him a baller. Is what I've I've heard. And big love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. That that he's he, he knows karate too. Is that is that what you're indicating? No, it's he's, his big oh. level. Oh, oh levels. Yes, the different the, the brown belts and the black belts and all those. Yeah, but <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Okay, so we have him. And then we have, look, we have A.J. Green. Okay, he's not the guy he was. But T. Higgins, man, we said he was the A.J. Green successor. And he really looked like it against the Titans. I mean, he's made some good plays throughout the year. But, I mean, he's adjusting to the ball. His catch radius, he's finally taking advantage. He's bodying up defenders. I mean, uh, let's be honest. I mean, Burrow's amazing. He's, he's, a, he's amazing. He's already a top five QB in my estimation. But, I mean, these receivers... I mean, they are just such playmakers. Yeah, they really are. And T has been fun to watch. I mean, you can just see it week after week, how how much more comfortable he is getting, not only in the offense, but, you know, that chemistry that him and Joe Burrow are, are building with one another. It's just phenomenal to see. And, I mean, we've seen him make some contested catches already. I know we all like kind of label Auden Tate as the contested catch guy in the receivers room. But, you know, T Higgins is right up there. And, and the fact that um, he's on pace to top 1000 yards for the season is just phenomenal um, for him coming in as a rookie in a pretty crowded receivers room when you have guys like AJ Green and Tyler Boyd. And so I've been very, very impressed um, with T so far this year. It's, I didn't expect him to kind of come onto the scene as strong as he did uh, like so early on. I mean, I think we saw it week weeks two and three, um, you know, when he had those those games against Cleveland and Philadelphia. I mean, that toe tapper on the sideline, there's just something and Burrow was running out of the pocket, just threw it up and T went and got it. It really shows that their chemistry is building and it's exciting for what's to come in Cincinnati in years to come. Absolutely. And then you look at uh, Auden Tate, you know, I mean, early in the year, fans were like, give Auden Tate some playing time. This guy's good. His hands are the size of like, I don't know, like like a small car or something. I mean, he's got, he, the, the guy, I mean, the guy is, is physically impressive and he makes plays. You know, I know he doesn't, he's not the burner, he doesn't get the most separation, but he gets the ball. And now he's getting opportunities. And you look at, I mean, yeah, we don't have a speed guy. But, you know, it's still Joe, Burner, Joe, Joe Burrow, the last two weeks, he's the number one deep ball passing guy in terms of accuracy, right? I mean, he's, he's finally gotten the chemistry going. So all of this is to say, I'm going to ask both of you, we know, look, I, I'll be honest, I thought we were going to win the Super Bowl. Now I'm like, mm, maybe maybe 80%, you know, maybe it's not, it's not as high as I thought it was. But beating the Steelers is almost as good. Let's be honest. So we're going to have to face the Steelers twice and once out of the bye week. We know their defensive line is amazing. I mean, historically great almost, right? 
what do you what do you think? Do you think we've gotten to a place with our receivers and with our you know with our uh, def our defensive backfield making plays? You know, we like to pick off Ben Roethlisberger. It's a tradition, and uh, and of course, the offensive line letting Burrow do Burrow things because I know they they they're not going to dominate in the, in pass blocking. But uh, but if they can just let Burrow, because he he man he moves around so much back there. How do you think we match up with them now? I mean, the fact that it's also a rivalry game, anything can happen. Um, you know, the Steelers they've they played really good so far this season, but anyone can win on any given Sunday in this league, and it's been proven. And so the fact that the Bengals are going to be coming off the bye, coming off of a win and performance like they um, are against Tennessee, I think they have all the momentum right now. You're going to get guys healthy too, and um, you know who knows who's going to be coming back in time you know, for that Pittsburgh game, you know, I'm, I know we're all eager to see when Xavier Suofilo will be back, um, Sam Hubbard. So, you know, I, I would not chalk that game up as a W to Pittsburgh just yet, even though I'm sure it's what a lot of experts are going to be doing. But, you know, as we saw, because we had the tweet um, <laughs> on our, on the Bengals that. account, that, you know, shout out to all the experts who picked the Titans. Yeah. Um, well, you know, anything can happen. I know. Yeah. I mean, I know, uh, Marissa, I mean, there's so much fake news out there, though. You know, you're mentioning the experts. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like, they, like, for instance, like, they might say the Steelers are going to, it's going to be a landslide, you know, victory over the Bengals. But it could be a lot closer, you know, it could be contested, you know, we could contest, they, they could win, and we could go challenge, you know, go to the NFL authorities and say, I don't know if they really deserve to win. You know, there's so many ways of, around it, you know. Well, and I'm still but, waiting yeah. for when uh, Joe Burrow is going to have his fourth quarter, you know, lead us to victory, come from behind win too. And so, I mean, that's it's going to happen at some point. So wouldn't that be something too, if that was against the Steelers? I mean, of course, I'd rather blow them out, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but that would be fun to see too. Yeah, absolutely. So Nicole, give me a, give me a prediction for the Steelers game. I think it is going to be a lot closer than um, a lot of people think. I mean, just like Marissa uh, said, everyone wanted Tennessee, everyone picked Tennessee. I still think it is going to go, unfortunately, to the Steelers, and I give it a twenty-eight to twenty-four victory. Wow! Wow! Yeah. I, I know. I know the Steelers are a great team, and I know we have a lot to improve. So I, I do think it will be closer than again. I initially predicted. I think Burrow maybe maybe gets eight touchdown passes. I'm saying a maximum, right? So I think. I mean, when I think the Steelers they will get a few field goals. I'm predicting fifty-six to nine, but that's just because I don't want to be disappointed. But, you know, I want to close with Marissa. I know you can't tell us too much, but look, William Jackson III, right? I mean, this guy, we, we need to keep him around. I mean, he's having a great season. Do you know, do you know anything? I mean, you know, Darius Phillips had some, had, had some pretty good games so far. Uh, what, what is the long term? Do we have any idea? Is, are they going to get an extension done maybe before the end of the season or in the off season or what? Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, William Jackson has played much better this year. He kind of needed this season. To, to, he kind of needed what the way he's performing so far this season going into, you know, his contract year. But I don't have the answer for that for you right now. And, you know, I, that might not be something to find out until after the season. Um, I know the team historically usually will get contract extensions done before the season or after we usually don't see too many occur in season. So I would expect for, for those conversations to, to start happening, you know, later in December and January. Um, and then kind of, kind of find out from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, but I mean, he's definitely in their long-term plans, I would say. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I would assume so. I mean, I feel like he's, uh, he's proving his worth out there this season. And yeah. something he said prior to the season is he just wants to have fun again. And, and I think it's really showing on the field. Um, 
that he's having fun and he's playing really well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, you want to make the Bengals fun again. I mean, I, I know you two are too young to marry the Sam Veitch years. You know, Sam Veitch passed away recently. He was he was yeah. a former coach of the Bengals. He coached mm -hmm. the Bengals for football again. That man was fun. He was. I mean, everything he did was fun. Right. And, and the thing is about Zach Taylor as a young guy, young, fun, loving guy, you know, and the offensive minded guy. I, I feel like he's pretty fun, too. Wouldn't you say? I know you two have covered very closely. You know him personally. He seems like a fun guy. No, definitely. Um, and I mean, just knowing um, his wife, Sarah, too, like yeah. she has such a fun personality. She's great to be around. And so, you know, I think we're seeing it like that, that fun being brought back into the team, especially on the offensive side of the ball um, with Joe Burrow and some of these younger guys like like T Higgins and, and Auden Tate. And, and so I think uh, I think it's definitely the right word to use here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and then Joe Burrow, man, I mean, I don't know if he likes fun, but I have fun watching him do anything. I he's mean, so I've never been, watch. he's so fun to watch. I've never had so much fun losing. I mean, I know we're only two and five, but I feel like we're like nine and oh or something. Like <laughs> that's how much fun I've had. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. The math doesn't add up, but he's that fun. I mean, this guy, fun I mean fantasy owners too. Uh, he's my fantasy quarterback. So it's been a very fun season with him at the helm. And you know, I mean, I've counted. He has like three interceptions. I don't know. Like two or three of them were flukes. I think he had like one bad interception, you yeah. know? I mean, the guy's amazing. He's amazing. Anyways, whew, that was a good show. Okay, before we close, just real quick, give me your final season predictions, final record. Ooh, McCall, you go first. I believe it'll be 5-10-1. I do think we uh, the Bengals have some very winnable um, games in the second half, just putting it together and putting that momentum towards what they're working for next year and into the future. Okay. okay. I like yeah. that. I'm, I'm pretty close. I think we're going to go four and four over the next eight. I think there are definitely some winnable games, especially when you look at, I mean, I know we have two against the Steelers. I feel like we're going to take one of those. You have Washington and Dallas and Miami. And so the Giants. Yep. So I definitely a lot of winnable games here and we're at home for, for a pretty good number of them, which always helps too. So I think, so yeah, so go four and four. So that would be, um, six, nine, and one, right? Right, right. Wow. <laughs> Math is not my strong point. Five in the last, second half. Yeah. No, I'm going to go. When, uh, when Pittsburgh comes to town, that'll be a fun one, too. Yeah. I'm going to go eight, five, and three. I think we have two more ties just because, you know, we're just figuring out to win. And ties, th there's nothing wrong with a tie. You know, it's not a win, it's not a loss. It depends on your outlook. You know, you're half. Would you like on the tie? Like, what are your thoughts? Are you half glass uh, full? Oh, or half glass I count it as a win. I count it as a win. Yeah. So that's my prediction. But that is all we have for this show. Thank you so much, Nicole and Melissa. We'll see you next time. So long, city. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.